All right, everyone. Before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Competing with friends in fantasy doesn't stop at the final whistle. And on Champions Round, you can take your fantasy game to the next level since they are the micro-fantasy sports platform. Champions Round is the only round-based fantasy sports game with four to six week long fantasy competitions. So they break up the season into small chunks, giving you more chances to draft the perfect team and of course, to win. You can do your mock drafts, play PPR, play with friends, with family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app right now and use code DQ when you download. This is very important. It's very important. Use code DQ when you download because if you do, you get $22 free. And that's $22 like the king, Derrick Henry. Download the Champions Round app on the App Store or Google Play Store to play today. All right. And now let's get into today's episode. up everybody it's your draft queens kate and michelle and we are here for week six which technically michelle means we are one third of the way through the season so there's a lot of work that's been done and there's a lot of work left to do and it feels like a benchmark not just because it's week six but we have a very important showdown this week so we'll get into that in just a sec but happy week six how do you feel getting into it Week six, I feel great. I also feel nervous. I start to get nervous around this time because this is when bye weeks start. And bye weeks make me <laughs> nervous. They mm-hmm. freak me out. It's it's something that I don't pay enough attention to when I draft. And then as these weeks start to approach, I see that number just popping off my screen and off my app when I look at my roster because I'm like, oh shit. This is when it gets scary. So this is a PSA. Mm-hmm. Bye weeks are starting. Pay attention. Also, kind of look forward to the future. I got to tell you, week seven, I'm going to be crying by the time we talk about week seven because I have so many guys on bye. But mm. I'm, ex- I'm excited and scared. You know, bittersweet. I am too. I am excited. And uh, we have a showdown this week. We are playing each say, other. I- you should be on the scared side of that, not on the excited I, side of that. I, I mean, I'm excited. I'm no, girl. No, 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 no. I'm going to be excited because there's only one thing that can happen <laughs> here, and that is victory and exuberance. Or if I lose, whatever. I've been losing a lot in our league. That's fine. Look, I'm 5-0. and oh, I'm in first place. Holy mackerel. I don't think this has ever Holy happened in my mackerel. fantasy career. I feel really, really good about it. I will say I pay kind of attention to the projections but I also try not to let them get into my head this week as it stands you and I are set to be I'm I'm the 52 percent favorite which basically means there is no favorite Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be a show it's gonna be a true showdown it will be and honestly I mean sorry to bury the lead here but I haven't really done my waivers this week because and I will hopefully Hopefully I Good can luck. I can sympathize hopefully with other listeners potentially in that this is also the time of year depending on your team. I'm 2 and 3 in this league right now. I'm 3 and 2 in my other league. 
which I'm actually still in fourth place in that league, so that's another story. But okay, we cannot get fatigued. Do not give no. up. Do not give up. It's really easy to three, two, and three. That sucks. I'm I'm not I'm not thrilled about it. But that being All said, is one win and you're five hundred. Right. It's okay. That's absolutely it's just not right. Be- it's just not going to be against me. I apologize in advance, but it's just not going to be against me well, this week. I'm sorry. It's just not. We're going to find out. We're going to find out who has a better not. squad. And as as goes fantasy, no crystal ball. But we have a lot to get into. Should we get right into it? We should. We should. So it's definitely a showdown. We'll talk a little bit about it during our start sit and highlight some of the players Kate and I have and just talk shit against each other. That's how this works. But Kate, before we do that, do you have a thing, just one, that you might like to share with us today. Okay, I have a very small just one thing. It's a small one this week. Usually I could talk for five minutes, but today, that's not the energy. The energy is focused. I'm focused, man, as they say. (laughs) And um, I'm focused on my team. I'm focused on my craft. And I'm focused on my just one thing. And my just one thing this week is, if you listen carefully... In the next 30 seconds, you will hear potentially the next jingle for Just One Thing with Kate, which came in from one of our listeners. His name is Matt. Thank you, Matt, so much for making this cute little jingle that could potentially be the soundtrack for Just One Thing going forward if the people like it. So I'm going to play it real quick and we'll see if you do indeed like it. Here it comes. So I don't know what we think about that, but in any case, it's something we're workshopping and we are very grateful to you, Matt, and you, the fans, for even giving a shit about us to make a little jingle. So uh, it may just, you know, starting in week seven, maybe this is my pump song, Michelle, for us actually facing off against each other. I feel good. Hey, it, it could be. It could be. Shout out to Matt for that again. Uh, all right. So. We know it's a showdown. We've got through just one thing. We might have a new jingle. Who doesn't love a jingle? Now it's time to get into the important stuff. Yes. Important names. This this list is terrifying. Noteworthy injuries from last week that you need to be very aware of in your week six lineups. Russell Wilson. It looks like his finger almost came off his hand entirely. It was that like was a terrible. hook. It was a hook. It was a Captain Hook hook of his finger. So, so he's out for, it looks like four to five weeks could be more than that. Um, what I had heard is that he went to the same doctor as Drew Brees when Drew Brees had that terrible finger injury. Thankfully, we know Drew Brees came back to play and he still played well. So I, as a Russell Wilson owner in another league, I have literally my actual fingers crossed to hope that he comes back in a few weeks and all goes well with his surgery. Please come back to us soon. Russell Wilson, um, other other uh, quarterbacks to report with injuries, Daniel Jones. We will talk more about the Giants in this episode, that's for sure. Oh, my God, lots of injuries. Um, Taysom Hill out with an injury. Saquon out with an injury. Not good. You don't want to hear that name on this list, but unfortunately he's on it. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire also on this list. 
Juju Schuster, Sammy Watkins. Gosh, there's probably more, but I get depressed when we do too many of these. Those are the ones you need to be aware of. That's going to screw up a lot of people's lineups this week. Those are some big names. Those are definitely guys that are rostered all across the board. And when you put that on top of bye weeks for the Saints, Falcons, 49ers, and Jets, it's a little bit of a shit show in week six, isn't it? Yes, it, it definitely is. I mean, I I was going to say that compounding the bye weeks that we have with the injuries that we have, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about for start and sit because there's a fair amount of wavering that you have to do. So I think we go ahead and get right into it. We'll address all these injuries and who you should start in just a second. Right, let's get into our stardom situm for week six. So, Michelle, before we get into this week of stardom situm, do you know who our sponsor is? Tell the people. I sure do. I know who it is, Kate, and I think you should remind them. I will remind you if you lest you forget that our Champions Round sponsor is the best. We love Champions Round because Champions Round is what we are founded on. We are fantasy sports lovers, and they make fantasy sports for you. And uh, believe it or not, this is week six of fantasy sports, so this is the week to sign up. Sign up using the App Store or the Google Play app. And download Champions Round using code DQ when you sign up. Code DQ. Get in there, open your profile, go to codes, and enter DQ because you'll get 22 free dollars, like Derrick Henry's number, to play fantasy sports and to bet on certain fantasy odds. It's going to be a lot of fun, and now is the perfect week to do it. We're a third of the way through. Yeah, get in there and look for the Draft Queens. We're on We're on Champions Round. Uh, I just started putting a team together for weeks 7 through 12. So get in there and try and beat us if you can. That is right. Well, Michelle, with that in mind, let's talk about start and sit. Given all of the injuries that we talked about, I, I want to start on a high note here. I want to start with running backs and... On the highest possible note, which I would say is Christian McCaffrey potentially coming back this week for week six. Any Christian McCaffrey owners must be joyous that that's even an opportunity. I mean, look, these (laughs) poor Christian McCaffrey owners number actually poor Christian McCaffrey owners, poor Dalvin Cook owners, poor Saquon Barkley owners, Poor owners that drafted, you know, RBs that sat in the top five and have gone through some sort mm-hmm. of injury. Christian McCaffrey's being most notable at this point since he was large in part the number one draft pick in fantasy leagues. He's, it's still a little questionable. By the time you're listening to this, you might know. I don't know. If you're listening to this on Friday morning, you're going to probably have to wait for 100% confirmation until Friday practices um, take place. But he was trending up, then he wasn't. So, Keep a very close eye on him. The hope is that he returns this week, um, but they will know more after the Friday practice session for Mm -hmm. Carolina. And along that same line, I mean, I hope that McCaffrey comes back, um, but if we're talking about all-star running backs, notable injury is Saquon. 
which would lead us to Devontae Booker, who is the backup running back for the Giants. I, Michelle, think he could be a start, but it's a tricky one because we're losing Danny Dimes. We're losing Saquon. It's basically all the starters are being stripped out here. The only thing I can imagine, if there's anything for the Giants, is that they leave it on the ground with their running back and run the ball. Look, they're going to have to. Um, this one is really tricky. I, I think the only pl- the only way you really should be starting um, Devontae Booker is if you had Saquon and your wires were your waiver wires were terrible and mm-hmm. this was the only guy you could get. You're pretty much stuck and you kind of have to. Kate, to your point, he will be the number one guy, you know, in the backfield. But it's a, it's a scary lookout for them. They're playing the Rams. Everyone is basically injured. So who knows what that's going to look like. Um, I would say the only way you're really kind of streaming this guy is if you were, in fact, a Saquon owner and you just got stuck and there was nobody yeah. else for you to play. Yeah, it's the same cuffing situation that we talk about every year, and that is when you lose your number one, you have your number two sitting on your bench. So hopefully, if you are an owner of Saquon, you have Devontae Booker. Along the same vein, I mean, maybe Daryl Williams, if you're a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner, maybe Daryl Williams is your guy. I mean, that's another cuff that this week is just becoming very apparent. Yeah, he certainly could be uh, and is worth picking up. At the, you know, at this point, he still may be unrostered, but probably not. But go take a look. Mm. Um, they definitely use the run, uh, you know, here and there. He also can catch passes. Um, I think, you know, that could potentially be a good streaming option, again, if you uh, if you had Clyde Edwards-Alaire. The other thing that's kind of crazy, and I didn't even write this down in our notes, Kate, but late-breaking news, everybody has been talking about, obviously, you know, David Montgomery, the injury mm-hmm. in um, Chicago, and he was, you know, is out for probably another three to four weeks. Um, everybody was talking about Damian Williams picking up the carries there, and then it was reported that he had COVID. So... Now people are talk about that's when your handcuff backfires. Um, And so Khalil Herbert is appearing to be the number one guy in the Chicago backfield this week. Honestly, if you had Montgomery and you cuffed yourself to Damian Williams, you thought you did a good job, good job. And then all of a sudden COVID happens. You might have to go get Khalil Herbert craziness over there in Chicago right now. That is craziness. I didn't realize that. Thank you for the late breaking news. I hope this is the truth by the time this airs tomorrow. Uh, that is very, it's very interesting. Um, I don't really think, I mean, there are a number of other cuffs that you can think about this week, but I think the ones that you should focus on uh, are probably Daryl Williams and Devonte Booker. So keep an eye out there. Um, any others that you want to spotlight just as a tried and true start for this week? Yeah, I mean, talk about cuffs. You you don't have both of these guys on your team, but man, if you did, you'd probably be crushing it. Oh yeah. We just we just have to talk about like the dynamic duo that is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. It's like most of these conversations that we're having is exactly what you said. Like, if you have the number one guy, you're obviously playing him. The number two is sort of a safety net in case number one gets hurt because they're not really splitting carries or you know performing at the same level. The, the same cannot be said, you know, for the Browns' backfield. No. Kareem Hunt's scoring touchdowns. Nick Chubb scoring touchdowns. They're both getting, you know, a ton of carries. Um, man, if you have, you know, one of these guys, it's an obvious start always for both of them. But I feel like sometimes we don't talk about the obvious ones. And just after watching these guys crush it, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And you need to be playing both of them. I've never seen such a... A stack. I mean, Kareem Hunt had two touchdowns last week. Nick Chubb also had a touchdown. 
it's madness. I love it. It's probably a good testament to why it's really hard to start Baker Mayfield right now, which leads us into quarterbacks here. The Browns putting the ball on the ground, not great for your QBs, but we can tell you who may actually be good. Um, I watched Matt Stafford play the other day, and I got to tell you, I was fucking impressed, and he hasn't even gone nuclear, in my opinion. I mean, he's averaging right now 23 points per game, and his upcoming schedule includes the Giants, the Lions, the Texans, and and the Titans, but we don't like to talk about them disparagingly. (laughs) But all of those four teams are really good teams to play as a quarterback. So Matt Stafford, for me, is the start this week. Yeah, Matt Stafford is is the lineup that you just rolled off there is incredible for the Rams. I I think they're just going to load up on the offense in all of those games. You know, I guess I have to bite my tongue a little because when the big trade happened between Stafford and Goff, I was Me really too Goff. I honestly thought that the Lions got the better end of the deal there. And it wasn't to say that Stafford was bad. I just, I don't know. I just thought they got the better end of the deal. But man, LA's looking pretty damn good on Matt Stafford. And you are definitely starting him this week and for the foreseeable future. Um, to your point, Kate, he probably definitely hasn't even had his biggest game yet no I I was right with you though when I was evaluating Matt Stafford versus Jared Goff I feel like we had quorum in that Jared Goff was potentially the better player I can say definitively after watching the Lions game last weekend week five not a good showing I watched the whole game (laughs) it was on the tv at the bar we were at and they were not good so Matt Stafford for me is a start how about you 100% 100% agree with you. Another start. Here's a name we haven't really talked about. Carson Wentz. Um, I think that Carson, you know, is finally setting in in Indianapolis. Um, they are playing Houston this week. Houston is our new uh, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's if you're so team, true. If you're, if you're playing against Houston, you're, you know, look, they have put up some good fights. Don't get me wrong, but like they're not a powerhouse to play against. And Indy is definitely starting to click. Um, things are starting to work over there. It feels like Carson is is getting comf- is getting more comfortable. Um, his completion percentage has actually like spiked by like ten, almost fifteen percent in the last two games. He's thrown you know four touchdowns in the last two games, and you know it, it was it was a it was a heartbreaker against uh, Baltimore. But like you know he threw four hundred and two yards oh for four hundred two yards. God. So I just, I think like now is the time, you know, if you were a little on the, who knows, with all these quarterback injuries that we're talking about, like, you know what, <laughs> you might be streaming Carson Wentz, you know, this week and so be it. He's got an amazing matchup and he's really finding his footing. And I think he's, I think he's a good streamable option this week. I think so too. I think that's a really good call out. And you know, I mean, we were talking about it earlier this week. I'm a little hesitant about any interdivisionals like the Colts and the Texans, but you know what? If you've seen the other interdivisional play for the NFC South, among, or AFC South rather, among others, it's all been pretty even keeled. So I also think that Carson Wentz is a start, and I do think the Colts will have a good week. Now, one yeah. that I'm a little on the fence about, and I think that the general public is saying start, 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 and I'm kind of like, I'm not sure, but would love your opinion on is our guy, Trevor Lawrence, who... I am starting to think would be the biggest bust of this year, but it seems to me, given their week five conference after the game, 
that Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer definitely 100% have beef. And I feel like if they run the offense the way Trevor Lawrence wants it to be run, then they may actually start to come out of this whole thing. They're coming up against the Falcons, the Titans, the Texans. Again, names that you are used to hearing because it's the same ones that you score points against. So I'd be curious, Michelle. Trevor Lawrence, yes or no for you? I think it's a yes if you're in the Russell Wilson, Danny Dimes, my my quarterback got injured, you know, thing. Again, I I also – here's the thing. Or or if you have a quarterback that is on bye this week. Like, he's not – in my opinion, he's not a super strong start. But given all the injuries and now byes, you know, he certainly isn't a terrible, you know, start. He does get the ball in the end zone. You know, he's he hovers around like 200 yards a game. It's not as big as we thought he would be, you know, initially. But they do play Miami. Miami struggles a bit. Um, it, it could, and it could be his time to step up. So yeah. he, to me, you know, could be a, a good, again, like streamable option. Um, I, if there's beef in the clubhouse, that's an even bigger issue. And that'll take a minute to get over. Um, but with all these injuries, who knows? He, 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 to me, isn't 100% trustworthy yet. But, you know, you hope maybe playing against Miami, uh, he's got a big game. And then they go on by week seven, which maybe they all need a little break there in Jacksonville. I think they need a little break. I know. They got to go to the club. No, just kidding. Don't put that on the record. Um, people you should start, though, very definitively, uh, feels a lot better when we move to wide receivers here. Um, unfortunately, we lost Juju Smith-Schuster. And uh, he's out for the season with a shoulder injury. I know he went into uh, into surgery, I guess, this past weekend. If not, yeah, sometime this week. And um, now the stock for Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, yeah, just went through the roof. I am yeah. so stoked about that. Yeah, I think if you have either one of those guys, they're a, they're a must, you know, play this week. Um, they're playing against Seattle. Seattle's D hasn't been as strong as we've seen in years past. Uh, you lose Juju Smith-Schuster. Those guys are definitely going to be a little bit focused on, you know, Najee Harris on the ground, which, you know, should give, um, you know, Claypool uh, a little bit of a – and Johnson, you know, many more looks out there. Uh, Claypool finally got into the end zone. Last week, I think they hope to continue, you know, that trend. This week, look, I've been – I'm an owner of – Claypool and I've been kind of hoping, wishing, waiting, and I think you know this is this is the week um, that I've got him you know in my lineup and feel really good about it. So other mm-hmm. other owners should too, I think. Yep, yep. And then I also feel pretty good, I think. And this is kind of I oscillate with this one, but Michael Pittman Jr. Similarly to Carson Wentz, I think he's a start. Given that, I think it's going to be a good week against our very new iteration of the Miami Dolphins, which is the Houston Texans. I think Michael Pittman will be a good start. I'm hoping. I'm losing my yeah, voice. I think, <clears throat> no, I look, I think Pittman, like they're definitely establishing, you know, a, a, a rapport and a relationship over there. You're like, he's making sick catches and that makes Carson look and feel really good. And so the minute your wide receiver starts laying it out like that for you is the minute that, you know, you want to keep throwing him the ball. So right. I definitely, I love this matchup. Um, it, same, All the same things I said, you know, about why uh, Carson, you know, should have a good week. I think the same goes for uh, for Michael Pittman over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one to keep an eye on, just because I know we were talking about Jared Goff and potentially 
just the folks in LA in general. But speaking of LA, um, keep Mike, Mike Williams in mind for the Chargers. I know that he has some injury updates that are happening for week six. I think he's an absolutely must start for week six if he is indeed playing. So by the time you're listening to this, just, just give a little look, give a little look and make sure he's starting. I mean, he's absolutely unstoppable as a wide receiver too. And uh, I'm excited to see him play. That's for sure. Yeah, he's definitely been the guy over there. Keep an eye on this knee injury, um, but he's been getting tons of targets. He's found the end zone in almost every single game. Yes. Um, that said, if he is injured and doesn't, you know, play this week, you know, there are other guys catching the ball, and Justin yeah. Herbert sure is slinging it. So, uh, and if Mike Williams is is healthy, you're playing him. Um, if he's not, you can also feel very comfortable playing other pass catchers on the Chargers. Um, this week against Baltimore. Yeah, and those those would be between, it looks like Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer. So, you know, between them and then Jared Cook, of course, and Keenan Allen, just keep an eye. Keep an eye on the Chargers is what I would say for wide receivers. All right, so speaking of pass catchers, let's uh, switch from wide receivers to tight ends here. Uh, Kate and I called it and we were right Dawson Knox has delivered as predicted, and I don't see any sign of slowing down. The Bills are friggin' looking amazing. If you have Dawson Knox, good on you. You're definitely playing him this week. And honestly, like, you're lucky because the the, the tight end game has been really rough out Slim there. And most pickings. of these guys, they are not, you know, really standing out on 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 any of the teams. In in my personal opinion, this is someone that owns Darren Waller, and I was really excited to have Darren Waller, and he's just. He's not doing what I thought he would do, and that's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And so if you were able to snag Dawson Knox, uh, you are getting rewarded for that, and you should continue playing him for sure. You know, thank you so much for the compliment because I will continue playing him. Um, I really <laughs> loved picking him up, and I have him in one of my leagues, my more lucrative <laughs> league potentially. Um, so I've enjoyed playing him. The The person who has come out of the woodwork for me, and I feel like this may have been a pickup for you if we're switching positions, I picked up Dawson Knox. You picked up Hunter Henry on the Patriots, who's going by committee with Jonu Smith, which is very interesting but seems to be having like a little uh, inflection point here. He's definitely having a little inflection point. Uh, he, he also is definitely getting more of the looks than Janu right now. I don't think that any of the Patriots wide receivers are major standouts at this point. Um, and so Hunter Henry has gotten in the end zone the last two games. I am hoping and praying that he gets in the end zone again this week against Dallas because I did pick him up and plug him into my lineup. Um, against you, Kate. So I am going to hope that he gets in the end zone mm. versus you. Fingers crossed. You have TJ Hawkinson. It's just, it's not even a fair matchup, but I'm just hoping Hunter Henry can hold his own this week. Um, I think, I think, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely, he's getting there and he's, and he's out, he's outpacing Janu right now, which is why I'm leaning in that direction. Well, we'll see who can hold their own, which leads us actually perfectly to defenses because those are the folks who need to hold their own oh yeah shall we these are easy (laughs) these are easy easy this week for me i mean these are just easy right like we've talked about indy a lot against houston i love that as a stream this week indy versus houston for sure uh the rams versus the giants the giants like basically have no starters left at this point you know what i mean and so like and the rams are just on fire both offensively and defensively 
Um, the Rams are probably rostered in many leagues, so you may not be able to snag them. But if you have them, man, they have an amazing next couple of weeks in terms of matchups. So you're going to have some big defensive points scored for your team if you've got the Rams. Indy is a great streamable option this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised to see, I think you put this on here. You, you like the Bills versus your Titans? I don't like it, but I'm recognizing <laughs> I'm recognizing reality. Do I like it? No. Uh, is it oh. the is it what we're dealing with? Yeah, I think the Bills are gonna just annihilate the Titans as they have everyone in their path. Uh, you know, look, the Bills D has been really, really solid. I think that means this is gonna be a really tough week for Tannehill, which I think, spoiler alert, we're gonna talk about in the sit section of uh, of quarterbacks here. Um, but yeah, it's going to mean a rough day probably for uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, fingers crossed it's not too rough of a day for King Henry. I hope not, but we shall see. Um, with that in mind, this has been a delightful beginning to the podcast or first half of the podcast, but we do have a number of sits. I feel pretty strongly as we get into sits, who to sit this week? And let's start with the obvious, right? There are two running backs that I would not even touch, and I made the mistake one time, and don't be like me, people. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't. Um, First and foremost, Josh Jacobs is looking like a dud. There's a number of reasons, but mostly I wouldn't touch Raiders Nation right now with a 10-foot pole. So that's my first sit, and I would say stay away, stay away, stay away. Um, My next is also a cuff that we had talked about earlier, if we're talking about cuffs and maybe picking up, you know, like Saquon's cuff or uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, those are starts. You know what's not a start? Starting A.J. Dillon because Aaron Jones still is handling the backfield. The guy. And he is (laughs) the guy. And some people, including me, are getting cute and putting him in the flex because Aaron Jones is hurt, with air quotes. Don't start... (laughs) AJ Dillon, don't be like me. Don't have a two and three team. You know better. <laughs> I would agree with you. Actually, you know what? That that's perfectly flipped to me here. Uh, guys, you shouldn't be starting, but I did. Um, Latavius <laughs> Murray. <laughs> The, the run game in, in Baltimore has been a struggle. There's been a number of injuries. There's been a lot of controversy of who's going to be the main guy, who they're calling up, Le'Veon Bell. It's been chaotic over there for um, Baltimore. And so uh, when Tyson Williams was sort of, you know, uh, kind of put on the back burner, I thought Latavius Murray was going to step up, get the looks. He's not. Yeah. And I, and I think – and I don't think it has anything to do with him or even anything to do with Tyson, for, for, to be honest. I think that just – it's really rough to be a running back in Baltimore when your quarterback yeah. is Lamar Jackson. You know, they're throwing bombs down the field. Um, your you quarterback know, to, is a running back. Your your quarterback is running it. So, you know, I think at this point, like, these guys aren't necessarily, like, droppable. Like, you can hold on to them. But unless you're in dire need, uh, you really have to evaluate playing mm. a running back from the Ravens right now. So uh, that, that makes Latavius Murray a sit for me this week. I, and I, I personally am sitting him as well. So we'll see. Uh, between you sitting Latavius Murray and me sitting AJ Dillon, totally agree. Totally agree. There are more people that I'm sitting. Let's just keep this train rolling because the next person that roll I'm it. sitting, let's roll the fucking tape. Next person I'm sitting is, I guess I'm shitting on my people right now, but Ryan Tannehill especially against the Bills, I am sitting his point-shitting ass on the bench. 
He needs to sit. I agree with you. And I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're talking fantasy here. You know what I mean? And, like, the, the odds are is this guy's going to get a little bit pummeled and knocked around this week. Right. It doesn't mean, you know, that the, that your that your Titans can't put up a little bit of a fight, but it's going to be tough to get it going in the air. Tannehill doesn't move that great. No. Um, and, you know, the Bills are just going to be after it. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I I agree with you. I know Titan tighten up is, you know, I, I'm sorry, but if there's one Titan to be down on your bench this week, <laughs> It's Ryan Tannehill. It's Tanny. It's Tanny. As well as it, it Justin Fields on, and I have heard. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Yay, yay. So I was listening to ESPN Daily, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and every now and again, they'll have like little hot takes on football and not fantasy football specifically, but football. Last week, okay. they talked about. Justin Fields being the worst offense that they have ever seen objectively. So yeah. with that being said, I would say probably sit Justin Fields if it's just not working out. It's just not working out. I know. He was one of my, like, I, I, I went with him as, like, a really, really, really late draft pick as, like, a who knows, maybe he'll maybe he'll bre- be a breakout rookie and it's just not working over there. There's been a lot of, again, talk about controversy and, and with him and Andy Dalton and who's starting and who are they committing to. Now they got all these issues in the run game. They've got issues with Allen Robinson being hurt. Like, I think just the the the, the answer here is avoid the Bears. Avoid. Um, they're they're playing Green Bay this week. Everybody knows that that is a huge, huge rivalry, which which all which only leads to the Packers being super pumped up and playing a huge game this week against a really battered and not strong offense Bears. So that's right. Avoid Justin Fields. Probably avoid the rest of the Bears. Uh, I think the the, the Packers are going to beat him up this week. God, this is such a theme. I mean, there's two teams <laughs> who are just ragging on. Poor Bears. Hey, it, poor Titans. It happens. My Titans. No. My sweet. Titans will be okay. My sweet, sweet boys. They're, they're also <laughs> like, I mean, this is, again, we're like leading right into wide receivers here and A.J. Brown. I'm sorry, boys. I'm sorry, but A.J. Brown. I mean, Dad has been in the press this week. Taylor Lewin. Everybody is shitting on him, the whole O-line. I just, it's not a good time for the Titans. This is not the year, which leads me to, again, A.J. Brown, also a sit this week for wide receivers. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I, I think I have to agree just based on what we said about Tannehill. I think, uh, you know, I think the the guy, the only one that's going to, you know, keep them competitive this week is is going to be Derrick Henry because he's a beast yeah. and and he'll even have yeah. you know a little bit of work cut out for him against the Bills but I just think they're too strong you know uh you know on the line and yeah I mean playing AJ Brown this week is is a gamble I think mm-hmm. I agree now tell he, me about any other potential busts here because I feel like we haven't talked so, busts so okay similar to my thoughts on picking up Devontae Booker because Saquon's out. Obviously, the the Giants are hurt when it comes to pass catchers. Um, Kadarius Toney sort of had gotten some looks due to these injuries. A lot of people rushed to the waiver wire to go pick him up. I just think without a legitimate quarterback and you're playing against the Rams – I think that's way too cute, and I think people all went to the waiver being like, this is going to be the guy. 
look at the matchup and look at the quarterback, everybody. I just think that's a huge bust. I think the Giants are going to be in real bad shape this week. They absolutely will. That's what makes Kadarius Toney versus Devontae Booker so different. It's like when you're down and out, you're not fucking throwing the ball without a quarterback. You're putting it on the ground. So picking up and getting super cute with Kadarius Toney, I don't like it at all. Not only is it a bust, it's like a non-starter. Just, just stop. Just stop getting that's, cute. That's, that's kind of how I feel. All right, so tight end sits. We have talked about this guy a lot. We've been back and forth. Oh, God. I am here to I am here to say definitively, drop Robert Tanyan. Get him off your team. Don't play him. Period. End of story. Will not elaborate any further. Just get it's over. No, no, you should elaborate only on that. Like, didn't you just drop him this week? That was part of your part of your thing. He's out. He's out. He's out. We're done. We're done with you. Bye. He's out. Dawson Knox and Hunter Henry are in. You know who else is out? This is a me call. Tell me if you feel different. I don't care though. Dalton Schultz out of my lineup. Don't like it. Really? Yes. Really? This is this is very interesting. I don't know. I kind of think I might have to disagree with you on this one. I feel like he's getting he's getting a ton of looks from Dak. Where's your where's your head at on this one? I don't know. I think he's gonna. I'm hoping that if this is probably the last week that I'm gonna stick with the Patriots defense. Um, I think mm. he is the only one who will get covered super super well, just based on the defense. Gotcha. The defense all is right. good, all things considered. Um, I would probably. I would probably let him go in lieu of the other tight ends you can stream, but, you know, not dime a dozen. Not dime a dozen. All right. Well, speaking of defenses, this is a little counter counterintuitive here. You don't want to play Dalton Schultz because of the Pats D, but you also don't want to play the Pats D? I don't like the matchup. Who likes the <laughs> Patriots versus the Cowboys? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Does it make me sleep easy at night? No. Is it like people who are playing the Texans right now or the Dolphins? No. I do not like the Patriots versus the Dallas Cowboys at all. It's going to be tough no matter what, and I would say they're going to come with their A game. So in uh, it could always, again, like no crystal ball. It could go either way, but I'm down on that game, so that's why most of my advice is against that matchup. All right. Well, uh, certainly last but not least, I am also down and out on the Baltimore Ravens defense oh, wow. against the Chargers. Wow. Uh, I, I, wa- I was a Baltimore owner in one of my leagues. I dropped Baltimore to pick up the Colts because, as we discussed, I really like that Colts matchup. And the Chargers offense is explosive. I don't like this matchup for Baltimore defense mm. at all. Yep. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Too bad on Baltimore defense because I really love them, but maybe it's not the time. Well, now that we have made it to the end of the episode, but not the end of the episode because there is another little segment that we just started last week, and it's called Week 6 Waiver Wire Pickups, a.k.a. Sneaky Stashes. And Michelle, because you're the QB sneaky, as they know you in in the fantasy streets in fantasy um, world <laughs> what would be your what are your sne- sneaky stashes for this week aka your pickup of the week um i guess there's a trend in this week's episode um because i think there are two sneaky stashes this week one of them is marlon mack who is currently on the cult but is also on the trading block and word on on the street is Kansas City has been in talks with him. If Kansas City picks him up, he's going to get put in literally right in there as number one since Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out. 
Um, and so I think that could be a sneaky stash. If you have the space in your lineup, don't drop someone that like is getting, don't drop anybody just to go do this. But if you happen to have, you know, a lineup spot available for whatever reason, I think he could be a sneaky stash, um, in the coming weeks, depending on how that plays out with the Kansas city chiefs. Also speaking of the Colts, T Y Hilton, he's getting ready to come back soon. He is definitely not rostered in a lot of leagues. And as we said earlier, Carson Wentz is starting to look pretty good. They've got some interesting matchups coming over the the next few weeks for the Colts. And uh, when T.Y. gets back in the game, you know, again, no crystal ball. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, he's got this neck injury, and it it wasn't very good. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying... but it could be a sneaky stash for down the line if you've got some room available. That is why this is your segment, Michelle. That's why we have sneaky stashes, which is hard to say so, when you're on a microphone. So, sneaky, <laughs> so sneaky stashes. But I do like those. Um, I have a hard time ever pulling for the Colts. But I think the theme is very clear for what teams you should be standing behind this week and what teams you should possibly be laying off of this week. So... Before we get into the weekend and let our listeners coast off into their Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays and then Monday Night Football, or they can listen to us on Monday mornings at 8 a.m. in their feed to listen to the huddle, anything else, Michelle, that you would like to say to these wonderful people? Um, Thank you all for listening. We love you. Uh, We hope that you enjoy this episode in your earballs. And my parting words are, Kate, Michelle, you're going down. You're going down. No crystal ball.